Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Revelation 12, 9 to 12. Let's read together as a family and you be seated. One, two, three, go. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto the death therefore rejoice you heavens and you that dwell in them Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Hallelujah. He's panicking now because his time is short. Hallelujah. Verse 11 says, And they overcame him. We overcome him by the blood. Number one. Number two, the word of our testament. Number three, they love not their lives unto death. A threefold cord cannot easily be broken. Engaging in victorious warfare by the blood. Father, we thank you for the reading of your holy word. I beseech you yet again to bless the teaching and perhaps the preaching of the self-same word. I hide myself behind the cross of Calvary. I decrease that you increase. I beseech you to take a call of fire from the altar of an anoint my lips and my tongue that I will come to these your people with the word from the throne of grace. I vow, we vow to give you the praise, the glory and the honor for the great and mighty things we know you're set to do in us, with us, through us, for us, by us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Let somebody shout a big, big amen. I said shout a big amen. You may be seated in God's wonderful presence. Engaging in victorious warfare by the blood. Beloved, spiritual battles and spiritual warfare is a reality. It is a reality. Truth be told is that you are possibly either coming out of one or you are going to enter one sooner than later. It is part of our living on this side of eternity that we engage in certain levels and degrees of spiritual battles. Some may be light, some may be medium sized. Some may be heavy duty, but all together we are engaged in one battle or the other. Having said that, we must also come to the understanding that our God in his graciousness, his love, his mercy, his kindness, his goodness has not left us on the wish list of the enemy. In other words, he's not left us without 
equipping us and, and guiding us and uh, teaching us what we need to do to engage in these very battles and to ultimately come out victorious as we mentioned in our text. Uh, I mentioned yesterday that I, I, I taught along these lines because this has been the overflow of the dealings, the contemplation, the meditation, and the study of my heart. The Bible begins to make us understand certain weapons that God has made available for us to engage in spiritual battle. We look at Ephesians 6 verse number 12 or 6 verse number 10. It says, finally, the words of Apostle Paul by the Spirit of the church in Ephesus, talking about spiritual armament equipment in readiness for battle. Ephesians 6, verse number 10 to 13. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This is one confession he ought to make from time to time. I am strong in the Lord and I am strong in the power of his might. Says, put on the whole armor, not some of it, put on the whole armor of God. So God has armor and we must put it on. The word put on means an instruction of what you're to do. So the armor exists, but you must put on the armor. For all of us, without exception, before we came to church this morning, you more than likely had a bath, but certainly you went to your wardrobe to put on clothes. You put it on. There were several options in your wardrobe to wear, but you selected something and you wore what you wore. So likewise, also God has made available his armor, but it's from the church to put it on. Praise God. And we put on the armor of God by faith. Hallelujah. Put it on. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So there are wiles, there are deceits, there are lies of the enemy, there are the manipulations of the enemy, the devices of the enemy, the cunning craft of the enemy. And he said, it is by putting on the whole armor of God that you have a guarantee of standing against them says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood that means your battle is not against a fellow human being per se <laughs> flesh and blood you see but it says we do wrestle yeah it is that we don't wrestle we do wrestle but we just don't wrestle with flesh and blood so what we wrestle is what spiritual entities he said they're called uh, principalities they're called powers they're called the rulers of the darkness of this world they're called spiritual wickedness in high places so wherefore take unto you again for emphasis the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. So there is a day called the evil day. It's a day of battle. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. He says, in that day, you need to be fully kitted and fully uh, 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 robed in the armor of God. And these armor are made available for the saints. And the way to put them on is by word and by prayer, which is essentially faith. Hallelujah. Shout a big amen. Declare with me today, I will put on the whole armor of God. By doing so, I have victory, mastery, success over the force of darkness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, somebody shout a big amen. You look more beautiful, more anointed when you're armed and kitted with the armor of God. 
and Paul begins to list and enumerate these amazing weapons. He talks about the helmet of salvation, something that keeps your mind sound. Hallelujah. The breastplate of righteousness is what preserves and protects your heart. Hallelujah. Not your own righteousness gotten from your own deeds or misdeeds or deeds. No, but the righteousness of God by faith. So your loins get about with truth. It's a girdle of truth. Primarily that word is what girds everything else. In the Roman soldier army, when the belt is out, everything falls apart. So truth is what keeps everything in place. Hallelujah. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Always ready to bear witness of the love of God in your heart. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Why? Wherewith you will be able to withstand what? Every dart of the enemy. So with the shield of faith, we're able to ward off the fiery dart of the hell. But in your hands, take the word of God of the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With that sword, with that word, you're able to cut asunder the forces of darkness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And there are many more weapons God made available to us. The weaponry of the name of Jesus, the weaponry of prayer, the weaponry of praise, the weaponry of the word of God. I mean, many weapons. Hallelujah. But one weapon we want to highlight today uh, to prepare us to pray shortly is the weaponry of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Derek Prince calls this weaponry the atomic spiritual bomb of God, the weaponry of the blood. When saints understand the value, the benefits and the blessings of the blood of Jesus Christ and saints know how to engage the blood, hey, they have victory. They have victory. Somebody once said that the blood of Jesus is heaven's last card against the enemy. Heaven's last card against the enemy. Well, you see that in the Old Testament. When the children of Israel were in bondage and God began to display with all the plagues and all the wonders, he said to Pharaoh, he said, he said to Moses, don't worry, I am going to harden the heart of Pharaoh that I may display my wonders before him. Ay, ay, ay. Strike one, Pharaoh hardened his heart. Strike two, Pharaoh three, four, five, six, seven, eight. His heart seemed hardened, but it came a point in time there was the tenth wonder that required the shedding of blood. He said, you will take the blood of lambs and use a bulrusher and put it upon the doppos and the lintel. He said, you, you strike your doppos and your lintel. And he said, in that night, there is a night of vengeance. In that night, when I will pass over, I will see the blood. I won't see your name. I won't see your deeds. I won't see your prayer requests. I won't see your fasting. I won't see your tithe and your offering. My God, I see the blood. I will pass over. That means God is saying, it is me. It is my blood back upon you that will guarantee a preservation. Thank God for your prayer. Thank God for your fasting and your good deeds. Good deeds, but I, I don't need that to preserve you. What I need, do you have my blood upon me? My blood, my blood, my blood, my blood. And at the tenth plague, the Bible says the first son of Pharaoh was eliminated. Not just him, but all of the first sons of everybody in Egypt who didn't have the blood mark, they were cut short. Not just that, 
of all their animals. My God, it was a night to be much remembered, a night of judgment, but a night of liberty. I decree and declare by the blood mark upon your life, mercy speaks for you. When plays come around you, you will be preserved. The Bible declares a thousand, my God, shall fall by your side, but guess what? Ten thousand, not because of your good goodness, you know, because of the blood. The blood. Somebody said, I plead the blood. One plea I have is the blood. Not because you're called the Pope, a preacher, a prophet, an apostle. No. One plea we have is the blood of Jesus. And Satan understands the blood more than many believers understand the blood. Send shivers to hell. Bible declares, if the prince of this world had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Why? The moment he was crucified, his blood was shed. It was shed for the redemption of mankind. Because without the shedding of blood, a soul cannot be saved. A soul cannot be redeemed. Leviticus 17, 11 says, the life of every animal is in the blood. And the blood is given for us for the redemption of our souls. So the blood of Jesus represented the blood of God. <laughs> Beloved, don't panic that Pharaoh's heart had seemed hardened all this time before now. In January, it looks like you pushed some buttons. You didn't seem to see a shift. Don't worry. In February, what a great conference. Amazing open heavens. Eight days of glory. Yet it looked like some things didn't quite move. Don't worry. <laughs> there comes the last car. There comes the release and the application of the blood that the enemy cannot resist. I pray this morning, as we do a little Bible study, you begin to see the virtues and the benefits and the blessings and the power in the blood. So when you rise up to pray and to plead the blood, there will be a new sense of authority and the devil will know you know what you're saying. When you invoke the blood over disease, they've got to move. When you lift the blood stained banner over delay, delay has got to go. When you raise the blood over lack and poverty, it's got to go. When you raise the blood over curses, witches, jinxes, they've got to go. Somebody said, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The blood, the blood, the blood. Blood is a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. I said yesterday in the conference I was preaching, said I believe that the church perhaps we are now at Revelation 12. What do I mean? When the day where the devil is gone crazy, he knows his time is short. I tell you, the kind of weight of pressure that saints are facing now is amazing. It's amazing. And you've got to understand, it's not just you. Apostle Peter writes to the church, in 1 Peter 4.12 says, don't you think it's strange? Don't think it's strange. What? Concerning the fiery trials that will come your way. 
Say, don't think it's strange. It's commonplace. Yeah. Say, it's something saints are feeling all over the world. But guess what? The test he brings your way by the mercy of the Lord and by the blood is guaranteed to turn for testimonies. Your amen sounds questionable. Your amen sounds questionable. May the fourth man show up in your fire. May that lion that was designed to devour you, may that lion become your pet. May God turn your fiery furnace heated seven times to become an air-conditioned pavilion. May he turn your obstacles to be stepping stones for the miraculous. Somebody shout a big amen. It's turning in your favor. Don't panic. Don't be perturbed. There's a method to these battles. Surely there's an end. It may look endless. It may look like madness. You wonder how long will I go through this? There's an end. There's an end. And I believe by the release of the blood this morning, based on revelation, that evil flow of blood comes to an end in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That flow through your paternity, that flow through your maternity, that has hounded you, pounded you, harassed you by the blood of Jesus Christ this morning, that flow comes to an end in Jesus' name. I decree and declare by the mercy of God that this day is a day for the sure mercies of God to be experienced by somebody. That flow comes to an end by mercy in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Satan will have one plea. The blood. The blood. You know the impression I have, Tony, and I share this very vulnerably. <laughs> I, don't, I can't explain this, but Pastor Dennison, it's almost like in the realm of the spirit. Now, now you will understand this now. In the realm of the spirit, there are heights <laughs> that every believer gets to that spirits question you. It is the same in the dark world and the same in the kingdom of God. <laughs> they ask you questions. What price are you willing to pay as a herbalist for this level of power you want? The question in the spirit. Can you bring your mother? Can you bring your son? Can you bring your wife? Can you bring your husband? They ask you questions. So you want this power, what can you pay? But you see, in the kingdom of God also, as you rise in your walk with God, there are realms and levels questions are asked. What recommends you for the level you're about to enter? Are you with me? This will bless you. <laughs> and many a times, what we tend to do as believers is, uh, uh, I have fasted seven days dry. 
Ah, ah, for 24 years I've been married. I've not slept with anybody, just my wife alone. No. Ah, I'm, I'm a giver. I'm a prayer warrior. Ah, I love you. I evangelize. No. These things I've said, they are porous. The enemy can punch holes there. The only way to cross through that realm is to understand the blood of Jesus. So when the devil raises questions, accusations, show him the ticket. In the court of heaven's justice, the only thing to recommend you for there is the blood. The blood. The blood. That they know what you're saying. For many years, Hannah went to the temple. What? To want a child. But it came upon time she changed her prayer request. I don't just want a child for the sake of being a mother and clearing this shame. I don't just want to be married. So they can say, I'm now a married woman. I'm MRS. I want to carry your prophet. I want to be a wife to your own glory. The dynamics changed. It became not just about Hannah, but about God. That's a blow. Yes, what I'm sharing with you this morning, if you if you're not come there yet, you'll come there. Seasons upon seasons, in the realms of the spirit, as you climb higher, they come points where they ask you questions and what you need to traffic and to go beyond the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. One plea in the court of justice the blood all of our righteousness in the eyes of God as good as they may seem is considered by him as filthy rags just the blood just the blood just the blood just the blood just the blood, just the blood. one plea I have the blood of Jesus <laughs> Two things the devil engaged and is engaging in Revelation 12 as it is even today. Number one, deception. The answer to deception is light, truth, revelation, knowledge. The second one, very brutal against believers, is accusation. Accusations. So he went to accuse the saints. Accuse the saints. If you overcome the deceiver as a believer, he will engage accusation. All these uh, revive to revive. You. you. Are you the one? Then you give you a long list of to do you have not done. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. I, I'm, the accusations are, are more real than you can imagine. They bring weight on your mind that the only answer you can shake off is the blood. Until you know the blood, he will keep on harassing you. You think you're one of those wealthy ones that can be a pillar of the kingdom. You, you, you like this. You. See your background. Unknown. You like this. That's your like this. 
You have to learn. Lord, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. What does it mean to plead the blood? You're simply saying, you paid the full price for this to become a reality in my life. I don't need to pay any other price. You pay the full price. I'm only called to walk into it. Hallelujah to Jesus. The blood has a voice. The blood has a voice. This morning we'll go through a few things that the blood speaks so that when we pray in the next few minutes, you, you tie your faith to these things. Hebrews 12, 22 to 24. Oh, thank you, Lord. Declare with me once again, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. Thank you. But you are come unto Mount Zion. Oh, hallelujah. And unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. That's where we are. Zion. This is Zion. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, guess what? That speaks, that speaks, that speaks, has a voice, speaks better things than that of Abel, speaks. A few things we need to know about the blessing of the blood, what is done. The short teaching for the next 10 minutes, I will pray. Number one thing we know about the blood, or what is made available to us, so we've been cleansed by the blood. Cleansed means washed. Please write down. So short teaching. Write down Revelation 1, 5 to 6. Understand that when you plead the blood, you are reminding yourself and all forces you've been washed by the blood. Revelation 1, 5 to 6. Write down, please. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth. Hear this now. Unto him that loved us. So he loved you and washed us from our sins, hallelujah, in his own blood, and have made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So we have been washed in the blood as a result of his love for us. So we're cleansed, we're washed by the blood. Number two, blessing, benefit, voice of the blood. We have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That word redeemed means to buy back, to be purchased. You've been bought from the open market of sin. You're no longer available to the enemy, to the forces of darkness. No. Bought. You're now owned by Jesus. Ephesians 1.7 Ephesians 1.7 In whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. So we have redemption where? Through his blood. It was the blood that paid the full price for your salvation, redeemed by the blood. So if you're a believer, you're not going to be redeemed. You have been redeemed. Declare with me, I have been redeemed 
by the blood of Jesus. I'm no longer available in the open market of sin. I am God's property. Because I'm God's property, God is committed to looking after his own property. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Right also, Colossians 1, 12 to 14. Redeemed by the blood. Colossians 1, 12 to 14. Please, you go back, go through this, meditate. Use them as prayer points. When you plead the blood, see this to be reality. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet. The word meet means qualified. Meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us. Oh boy. Ha. You're delivered number one and then you're what again? Translated. How better can you get? You've been delivered and translated. Hallelujah. Where? Into the kingdom of his dear son. Oh boy. In whom? Mm. We have redemption through what? Through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Number three, what is the blood speaking? What is the blessing? What is the Number one, we have been forgiven by the blood. We see that in Colossians 1 14. We've been forgiven by the blood. Write down also Hebrews 9 22. We've been forgiven by the blood. Uh, when God forgives, He forgives completely and utterly. He doesn't remember like we remember some things. No. No, he forgives completely. Hebrews 9.22 And almost all things are by the law purged with blood and without shedding of blood is no remission of sins. So he took the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ to zap your sins away. To wash your sins away. 1 John 1.9 says that if we confess our sins to him, he's faithful and just. Not just to forgive us, but also to zap, to cleanse all of our sins. So he forgives you, but he also erases your sins. So many times you go back after having repented of what you repented yesterday. You say, God, uh, forgive me again. He said, of what exactly? You, you, you prayed yesterday, and as far as I'm concerned, you prayed sincerely. I, I forgive you the moment you ask sincerely, why are you bringing remembrance to this again? It's been zapped. Hallelujah. Tell me, it's been zapped. Ah, they hear you with some passion. It's been zapped. Don't let the enemy raise uh, condemnation and accusations of what you did in secondary school or university. No, no. If you really repented, it's been zapped. Hallelujah. It's under the blood. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number four. We overcome by the blood. Revelation 4, 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto the death. So i I have overcome. I didn't hear you. I have overcome. By the blood of Jesus and by the word of my testimony having not loved my life unto death. Now, the word of your testimony, please let me teach this quickly. The word of your testimony, that's why testimonies are very, very important. Bible declares that the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, right? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. When you testify of the Lord's doing, hey, you're speaking to the heavens and to hell. Huh. Now what he did is set us secure. So don't hide your testimony. No, 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 no. When you testify, it's a weapon. Testimony is a weapon. 
when you release a testimony, many things happen. Number one, the devil knows it's been done. But number two, it's a seed you sow for others to receive a harvest, but you sow for God to multiply in your life. Those who testify never lack more testimonies. Don't hide what God is doing. You never come up to see what God is doing. You just keep your thing. No, no, oh God, God has done so much in your life. When last have you stood to say, hey, saints, I was down, but he showed up, now I'm up. I was blind, he showed up, now I can see. Hallelujah. The blind man who was healed uh, was, was told by the, 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 the Pharisees, hey, 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 uh, don't, don't keep your eyes I don't know what you're saying about this guy. I know that when I, I was blind, but I met whoever he is, and now I can see. <laughs> call him what you want to call him, but he healed me. Testimony. Testament. Hallelujah. The point I'm making is this is listen to the, the word of your testimony. Listen, 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 listen. Is when you know these things you're knowing now. Huh? The blessings of the blood, the benefits, and you release them in prayer. You're testifying of what God did through his blood. Hello? Is that is that is that, is that okay? Your testifying of what God did through his blood. So, it's not enough to say, I plead the blood. I, what are you saying? The devil says, what are you pleading exactly? It's these things I'm sharing with you that you have in your mind. When you say, I plead the blood. I'm forgiven. I'm redeemed. I have victory. You know it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Give me seven fire baptized. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to Jesus. Number five. We're almost there. Access into the holy of holies is by the blood. Hebrews 4.16. We have an invitation. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Write down also Hebrews 10, 19 to 20. Please write down. These things will bless you. Go back and ponder and meditate. Say this is what the blood is speaking and much more. It speaks access to his presence. Hebrews 10, 19. Having therefore brethren boldness, my God, to enter into the holiest how by the blood of Jesus by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh number six quickly by the blood we are protected and defended Exodus 12 12 to 13 I referred to that earlier Exodus 12 12 to 13 so when I see the blood I will pass over and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Now this is not the old covenant. In the new covenant, we don't necessarily go and carry goat's blood and put on our doorpost. No, it's the blood of Jesus. It's invisible. It's real. While it's invisible, it's more real than goats and lambs blood on, on houses. But in this case, we engage it in faith. I plead the blood of Jesus. It's active. When I see the blood, I will pass over. So it's for your defense. So the blood is both for offense against the enemy, also for your defense. Hallelujah. 
you're shielded, you're preserved. Bible talks about the stronghold of the blood covenant, Zechariah 9, 9 to 11, there about, yeah. The stronghold of the blood covenant. Number seven, we are justified by the blood. Please, when you plead the blood, these are things that come to your mind. I'm justified by blood, by the blood. Romans 5, 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, oh boy, we shall be saved from wrath through him. You're what? Justified by what? By his blood. Not justified by your deeds, by his blood. Redeemed by his blood. Saved by his blood. Preserved by his blood. Victory by his blood. Access by his blood. Uh-huh. It's getting into your spirit now. I can sense that. Number eight, the blood of Jesus has erased every ordinance, every point of accusation against you, the blood has erased. Calvary is the highest altar where the blood of Jesus Christ was shed, right? When you engage that blood, it's internal. Listen carefully. It silences every and any other altar that may be speaking against you. Every household altar, every altar in the office, and it has raised against your well-being, your prosperity, your advancement, the blood of Jesus silences them. Colossians 2, 13 and 14, very quickly. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all the trespasses, blotted out as erasing, zap, the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. It's removed. It's removed. Those porn is removed. Those false altars removed. As surely as the blood speaks, those false altars are voiceless. Voiceless. They shout, they jump. No, voiceless. Hallelujah. Praise God. Out of a recent testimony about a particular man, a believer in one of the Pentecostal churches, uh, who was caught by ritual killers. And before his eyes, they had killed the other man who was caught with him. But they just couldn't kill this guy. They tried, 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 couldn't kill this guy. The leader of the, of the, of the court said, this guy is a, bad, is a bad market. So he's carrying bad, he's bad, just release this guy. He'll spoil our market. So they carried him from the forest where they were, right out of town. I said, just be going away. Bad market. You're a bad market to the devil. Yeah. The altar will not speak. They won't see you. They'll look into the crystal ball, they can't find you. Amen. Why? Your life is in with Christ and in God. Your life is in with Christ and in God. They can't locate you. They can't locate your destiny. No, 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 no. By the blood, no more delays. By the blood, every covering cast that sought to cover your destiny is blown away. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, they will see you for the value you are in Christ. Hallelujah. Women who have had their destiny covered for years by fire, by the blood, that covering cast is lifted now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Number nine, quickly intimacy by the blood of Jesus. Ephesians 2 13. 
But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh, near, access by the blood of Christ. Finally, because of time, number 10, do your study. Find out more things about the blood and use them in prayer. Build your faith. The blood guarantees us freedom from guilt and condemnation. Romans 8, 1 to 2. And we'll rise to pray. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. No guilt, no condemnation. Who walk, not, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the sin of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Finally, Psalm 103, 10 to 12. I love this one. He has not dealt with us after our sins. Amen. Amen. Oh boy, you ought to get excited. Come on, come on, come on. Nor has he rewarded us according to our iniquity. Say amen. amen. Glory to God. For as the heaven is high above the earth, oh boy, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him or that love him. I love this. As far as the east is from the west. You know what that means? The east and the west can meet. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So far had he removed our transgressions from us. Tell me, so far. So no, say it like a preacher. So far. So How far is far? The east and the west cannot meet. So far he has removed your sins from you. You are not guilty. You are not condemned. Hallelujah. Rise on your feet. One minute, thank God for the blood of Jesus. Will somebody thank him for the blood? Oh, Sabiana to Pregatiria Tefala. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. As you begin to thank him, engage these 10 blessings you've learned about today and decree the blood is speaking for you. Open your mouth. Remember, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. It's no time to look around. It's time to engage. No more guilt. No more condemnation. I have access to come boldly to the throne of grace because of the blood. I am redeemed by the blood. I am justified by the blood. Hallelujah. I am forgiven by the blood. Open your mouth. We're going to plead the blood. I want to hear a praying church, a declaring church. Remember, we overcome by the blood, but also the word of our testimony. Give testimony to the blood now. Don't just look around. You now have truth. You are armed with the truth. Yes, I testify of what the blood did for me. Remember I said, as you're climbing in the spirit, they will ask you questions. Demons will ask you questions. Angels will ask you questions. But your one plea is, I come with the blood. I come with the blood. The blood grants me access to go beyond the ceiling, beyond the veil. Oh boy, I see limits come crashing down because of the blood. Akataparata. Ekiyano mo siplidas. Okoni anelesi. 
Lift your voice and gain the power that is in the blood. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Lord will give you praise. I want to give this moment to anybody here who's not born again. Not born again. You say this morning, man of God, pray with me. I want to engage this blood that can redeem me, that can save me. Whether on site, online, shoot your right hand up in the sky. Or you're saying, hey, I know I'm born again, but I've lost fire. I, I'm dealing with certain repetitive sins, but I know the blood can deal with it this morning. Also, lift your hand up. I want to pray with you all over the hall before we sing that song. All over the hall, or online, wherever you are. I see that hand. God bless my brother. That's right. Now, with your right hand up, place your left hand on your chest. Don't be shy. I see my brother. Wherever you are, raise it up to Jesus. It's not to embarrass you. It's to signal you out. You're not a of the blood. That hand up, left on your chest. Now, if you're stand, if your hand is up, let's pray. Let, let's pray together. So declare with me, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you, just as I am. I come on the premise of the blood of Jesus. I open the door of my heart, inviting you, Jesus, to be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all of my sins. With my heart, I believe unto righteousness. With my mouth, I confess unto salvation. I am born again. I am blood washed. I am blood bought. Child of the living God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.